really got to try on that left-hand side. What happened? <laughs> oh, but I've gone up and over, and Marty had over biscuit. It was a, uh, it was, a, it wasn't enough stability there for myself. But um, no, I was busting for a bit of meat this game. It didn't seem to work out. Hello, cheers, and welcome, welcome to the Scrum of the Earth, the podcast that offers news, results, predictions, and maybe every now and then an insight or two all about the world of rugby union. I am David Lawrence, your host. I'm an American rugby fan who follows rugby all over the globe. So the teams I root for on the club level are the New England Free Jacks right here nearby. God, I love them. Founding member, season ticket holder. Uh, That's in Major League Rugby in Super Rugby, I root for the Highlanders down in New Zealand. Internationally, I, of course, root for my USA Eagles, and I root for Scotland. But really, what I'm looking for on any given day is a good rugby match wherever I can find it. So I am putting up at least one pod per week with occasional bonus episodes, and this is one of those. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. It's just great. And please, always get in touch with me. I am at of Scrum. You can use the scrum of the earth at gmail.com. It is always a treat to hear from you for sure. So in our ordinary weekly episodes, what will we do? We'll be covering current updates. What's up with me, me personally? I'll try to keep this brief because who cares? News, what's happening around the world of rugby union? Let's face it. Rugby does not get a lot of coverage here in the United States, so it's important to keep up. Then we'll do things to chew on. So this is what is interesting or annoying this week? And regular listeners will notice that I changed this phrasing from what's interesting or annoying me this week to what is interesting or annoying this week. That's because I would like to use this segment to discuss things that you listeners are thinking about, things that are annoying you, things that you're wondering about. Please, you know, questions, thoughts, ideas, submit anything stuck in your craw or tickling your brain this week. Uh, Always get in touch. I'd be more than happy to fill that segment with your own ideas. Then we'll go to scores and results. I used to take a moment to explain that Americans say scores and everyone else seems to say results, but now I'm just going to call this scores and results because, hey, tautologies be damned. Then I'll do upcoming matches and predictions. Pretty self-explanatory, right? In any event, this is a bonus pod, so we'll be skipping the side stuff. We'll be getting right into the scores and results. That's right. This pod is going to look at the Curry Cup currently happening in South Africa and the National Provincial Championship, or NPC, down in New Zealand. So I recently complained about the cost of Flow Rugby, the streaming service. But since I did cough up the dough for at least a month, I have found that both of these above competitions are included. So I'll give covering it a shot, at least for, you know, mini bonus episode format for now. And I'm going to leave it up to you listeners to see if it's worth continuing. Uh, As I say, I'm a rugby nut. I consume as much as I can. So I'm watching these matches If you're not, maybe this will be incentive free to do so. Uh, But either way, you let me know. Is it worth covering or not? I'd like to think it is because I'm going to be watching anyway. Here's hoping that there are other people like me out there who just want to continue to consume as much rugby as possible. So for those of you who are new to these competitions, so the, the Curry Cup in South Africa and the NPC tournament in New Zealand they're essentially the tier right below Super Rugby. And now, I guess, uh, also the United Rugby Championship, since that's where the South Africa teams are headed. So I'm certainly not an expert. I'm fairly new to it, but the level of competition seems very high. 
Uh, you occasionally to frequently see players who have featured at the test level. I recognized several players this weekend uh, who had thought, oh, that guy was a Bach and this guy was an All Black at one point. At least players who get a sniff. The Curry Cup is comprised of seven teams, including, and I admit I was confused to see, a team called the Pumas. So as I discovered, the answer is no. There is not an Argentinian team in the comp. It's just a South African team called the Pumas. So there we are. So I hadn't had the Curry Cup on my radar, but it's actually pretty far on uh, in in this year's competition. They've already concluded week 10 out of 14, just as of my recording this. So this past week, uh, and their games are spaced out in a way that where you not only get weekend games, but midweek matches as well. So the, the Blue Bulls defeated the Griquas by 56 to 33. Uh, the Cheetahs and the Lions, not those Lions, drew at 44 all in a very exciting match for sure. And of course, the the comp is in South Africa, so there are going to be COVID issues. And the other scheduled match that was between the Pumas and the Sharks was canceled. So after the 10 weeks, the standings are looking like this: the Blue Bulls and the uh, I don't know if it's Natal 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 Sharks. They're sitting at the top with 34 and 30 points respectively. The next four places are very tight. Uh, I imagine the next four rounds are going to be pretty crucial for a bunch of these teams. So we have the Griquas with 26 points. By the way, a, a team, if I recall correctly, that couldn't get a single win last time this competition happened. Maybe that was maybe I missed one. But anyway, uh, we have the Pumas and the Golden Lions. Let's call them that from now on to avoid confusion. We'll call them their full thing. Uh, they're tied at 24 points just behind them. The Western Province has 22, and at the bottom of the table are the Free State Cheetahs, who have 19 points. So, unfortunately, my efforts to find how the playoffs, if they exist, or other means to crown a champion, they've all been fruitless. I, I kind of think this comp, they're just going to announce a winner based on points, which as an American is always the least satisfying way to end a season. I understand it. I get it. But we don't have any you know comparable thing and it just feels like womp womp so i could be wrong about this please if you know differently please get in touch set me straight please let me know <laughs> meanwhile down in the npc down in new zealand they have just concluded their first weekend so this is another competition about which i've heard quite a bit mostly through uh super rugby channels i guess but also, as an MLR fan, this is a field from which we have picked many a player. So Rugby Union is so big in New Zealand, this competition fields literally twice as many teams as the Curry Cup. They're split into two seven-team uh, conferences, divisions, whatever the prevailing terminology is in New Zealand right now. <laughs> By the way, it gets more confusing. Uh, so this weekend, all the matches on Friday and Saturday went to the home sides, with Manawatu beating counties Manukau 39 to 21, Taranaki defeated Hawks Bay by 14 with a score of 33 to 19, Otago belt beat uh, Southland by a converted try just 26 to 19. The big score was of course Wellington mopping up the floor with Northland 54 to 7. Youch. So however on Sunday, two of the three away teams did prevail uh, Tasman beat the Bay of Plenty by 27 to 14. Waikato finished off North Harbor by 28 to 15. And of course, the remaining home side, Auckland, made pretty handy work of Canterbury after all. So the contest ended up 35 to 24. 
I watched that one from start to finish up. It didn't look that close. It looked like maybe Canterbury was going to pull out a miracle at the end, but uh, I don't know, pretty conclusive. So obviously this was only the first round, but nevertheless, here's how things stand in the comp. Only one team got the full five points out of the week. So Wellington are topping the, what they call the, here we go, the Premiership Conference, <laughs> as well as the league itself. Manawatu, Taranaki, and Otago have four points in the uh, championship conference. Are you serious? There's a premiership conference, a championship conference. This Compared to like EuroLeague stuff, this is flying in the face of, ugh, it's just making it it's so hard for Americans. Uh, uh, Waikato, Tasman, and Auckland also have four in the premiership conference. So Southland was the only losing team to secure a bonus point. They're the only ones with one. So North Harbor, Counties Manukau, Northland, Canterbury, Bay of Plenty, and Hawke's Bay all end the first round with a donut. <laughs> so got to say, how good are these names, by the way? You know, obviously you have to – you got some seriously generic sounding ones like Northland, Southland, but who doesn't want a jersey from the Bay of Plenty, right? In any event, that brings us to our upcoming matches and predictions. So – in these two competitions, we have a full slate this coming week. Uh, in the Curry Cup, things are coming down to the wire. We have the Golden Lions taking on the Blue Bulls. I don't know why I keep saying Bulls. It's the Bulls. Yeah. I don't know. If it's not the Chicago Bulls, I have a hard time saying it. It's weird. So that'll be a clash of animals modified by colors. And on Sunday, August 15th, the Western Province will host the Pumas. So theoretically, the Sharks could have a fairly easy win over the Cheetahs, but I have a, a feeling this match might again fall to the pandemic. So based on the standings and my own just random intuition, I'm going to pick the Bulls to win by a converted try. Let me have the Western Province just because they're at home, and let's say by three. And uh, if the Sharks play, they should win, so if that match goes ahead, I'll tip them by eight. Over in the MPC, we are looking at Counties Manukau are hosting North Harbor on Friday. And just because it's Friday the 13th, I'm going to pick the away side by three. On Saturday, Canterbury hosts uh, Manawatu, Tasman hosts Auckland, and Hawks Bay welcome Otago to town. <clears throat> I'm going to say Canterbury and Hawks Bay hold home court with three and five point wins, respectively. While I see Auckland coming in and, you know, making a nice, tidy victory, the margin being, I don't know. 10 in the end. So on Sunday, Southland hosts the Bay of Plenty. Give me the home side by five. Waikato are home against Wellington. I got to say, I see Wellington further establishing their top dog status. I think they're going to win by 12, maybe 14 away. Uh, and uh, for the last game of round two, I think Northland will be home against Taranaki, and I don't think they'll be getting their first win just yet. I think they're going to drop this one maybe by as much as 10. So in case uh, it's not clear or obvious to any of you, I've watched all of like three matches from this comp, so my impressions are half-baked at best. If you live in the Southern Hemisphere or really anywhere where you're more informed about these comps than I am, please tell me why everything I've said is just a crock. Please do so. I'm always happy to be enlightened. Uh, if it's rugby, I just want to learn more, so please do. Also, if you're in the U.S., or really anywhere in the world and you're following these competitions, please let me know how you're doing it. So I feel like the letters VPN are often the answer to how people internationally find their rugby. 
But if you use a, a streaming service you'd like to criticize or to talk up, please let me know. I'm in constant need of updates in this category. Uh, I use so many, and I would like to consolidate it, and I'd like to make it easier and, frankly, cheaper. Okay, well, that about does it. You know, this week, as a fan of multiple rugby podcasts, it really felt like all of the lights went out, you know what I mean? In the wake of the Lions' conclusion, just so many of the pods I listened to just went, foof, they, they did a quick reaction pod, and they're gone. And granted, that's not a criticism, though. They deserve their vacations and so on, and now's a perfect time. But uh, it's just funny. Uh, as soon as the Lions ended, I feel like everyone but me stopped thinking about rugby. So rest assured... I will find a way to enjoy rugby year-round. My plan is to keep sharing each and every week, uh, 52 weeks a year. Uh, I was going to say something dumb, like 53 weeks a year. So please be sure to follow me. Follow me on Twitter, at of Scrum, anytime you want. Just email me at thescrumoftheearth at gmail.com. If you'd like to help me spread the pod to other rugby fans, and especially in the Southern Hemisphere, I got, I got no play down there, and I'd like to get some more... Uh, some more contact on there. You can help by sharing it. You can help by, more importantly, leaving positive reviews. Anyone who leaves a five-star review, I will absolutely be more than happy to read it out no matter what it says, as long as it's within the uh, the family parameters, the family rating parameters. I'm trying to keep this clean, folks. So that's it for now. Uh, thank you so much. All my listeners, uh, it's just been so great. I'm doing this for fun, and uh, that's what it is. And the fact that any of you are sharing this fun with me is just smashing, and uh, I can't wait to keep going. So uh, cheers. Be well. Talk to you soon. Thanks. I wanted a wrong sausage. <laughs> well, maybe you should have checked if it was rolls first. Right, because there's always sausages, but sometimes there's no rolls. And today, on this day, on this day today, today, at this moment, at this moment, as we're standing here, the new mate, there's no rolls. 